Please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Thanks, Casey. Hey, we have an announcer. (laughs) Casey, we we met her through Fiverr. And if you'd like to check out some of Casey's work, you can go on to www.famousapple.com and click on the, the Fiverr ad there and go over and check her out. Check, well, don't check her out, but check out her, her work. She's very good, very talented lady. Well, welcome back. I hope you're feeling better this week than you were last week. I'd like to start things today. I, I got a letter from, from one of the listeners. They said uh, they didn't find a lot of uh, technical substance in the last episode of An Apple a Day. I tried to explain to them. I wrote back and I told them, An Apple a Day isn't like the other podcasts that you, you, you'll find out there. We're not pretending to be lawyers or doctors. We're not qualified for that. If you, have a, if you have those questions for lawyers and doctors, then you go to lawyers and doctors. An Apple a Day is a, is a moral support podcast. Our whole community, it's a moral support community that we're building for people that are disabled, that find themselves recently disabled, and people who have been disabled all their life. When I first got hurt, I had nobody to turn to. I had no idea where to go, what to do, how to do it. I got hurt during working hours, so I I knew I had workers' comp, and I went to the hospital. I filled out all those papers, and they asked if it was work-related, and I told them yes, and they took it from there. But then it gets a little bit more difficult. If if they're telling you you're going to be out for a long time, now you have to worry about What's going to happen? How are you going to make ends meet? Workers' comp doesn't pay all that much. I mean, knock on wood, yeah, you have it. Well, it's there. it'll pay some of your bills, but it's definitely not going to pay all of your bills. So you, you end up having to go to Social Security Disability, and that can be a, a big thing. I mean, it's ominous to actually have to do it because you really don't know where to start. And then once you do start, there's so many things to find out, so many things that you have to do because they're going to make you go to their doctors naturally and have you checked up there. And what happens if you don't agree with it, then uh, you have to appeal it. And it's just very difficult. But that's the whole idea of this podcast. We're here to lend a hand. Be a, we want to be your friend and say, look, this is how you can do it. This is the way we did it. It worked for us. And at least send you in the right direction. We're not here to say, this is the way you must do it and quote laws and everything. That's that's not what we're here for. We are here just to help you through it and be, be somebody standing with you. It's always easy to have someone else do things with you. You want to lose weight? You want to work out, it's always easier if if you have a partner. And we're trying to be your partner, trying to help you get through it as painlessly as possible. Okay, let's move on here a little bit. Being disabled can be a confusing as well as a painful time. And sometimes trying to deal with the pain can make us unintentionally forget the other things that we're supposed to be doing. It can cause that confusion. And we start ignoring things that 
are necessary. So the readers of the website, www.famousapple.com, all got together, we all got together, and we can we, we made up this list of 10 things that every disabled person should be doing, and I'd like to share it with you. Number one, listen to your doc. Follow all the instructions your doctor gives you, even if you feel something might not be effective. Make sure to keep all your doctor's appointments. It's very important, and it's easy to put off the doctor's appointments or forget about them. Number two, take all your medication as prescribed. Don't stop taking any medication without your doctor's approval. Abruptly stopping any med can be dangerous, if not deadly. And that's the truth. That's not just there to scare you. Number three, keep a normal schedule. When you're homesick, it's easy for your schedule to get turned around and upside down. Go to bed at your normal time. Wake up like you regularly would. Number four, get dressed. Don't sit around in your pajamas all day. That can be depressing as all. Get out. Number five, eat normal meals. Don't sit around all day eating junk food. Eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sitting around eating this junk food will do nothing for you except for get you fat naturally and could bring on type 2 diabetes. Number six, get rest as prescribed by your doctor. You are sick after all. Number seven, limit your television time. Exercise your brain. Read, write stories, do hobbies, puzzles, anything that's going to make you use your brain, use your mind. Number eight, exercise. Now we're not talking about pumping iron or anything. Unless, of course, the doctor told you to do that. Ask your doctor what kind of exercises you can do to keep the blood flowing. Believe me, that'll make you, that'll help you feel a lot better. Number nine, get some fresh air. If your doctor agrees, go outside, get some fresh air, sit on the porch, sit in the driveway. If, you, if you're able to, to move around, walk around the driveway, walk around the porch. Just get that fresh air into you. That'll make you feel so much better. And number 10, socialize. Do not isolate yourself from other people or the outside world. It's important for you to socialize to keep your spirits up. Don't close yourself off and become a hermit. Email people, text people, make phone calls. You know, answer the phone when it rings. Keep the phone next to you while you're sitting on the couch or you're in bed. Socialize. Even if it's a bill collector, talk to them. You know, it'll make you feel better knowing that there's other people out there. Okay, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. And you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute, go over, visit www.famousapple.com. But please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. Okay, we're back. That was only 30 seconds. That wasn't too painful, was it? One of the things I'd like to discuss now is your attitude. I know, I know that sounds a little bit confrontational, but... I want to make sure you're aware of one thing. You're not a prisoner in your home. You don't have to hide behind closed curtains. You're allowed to go out. You're allowed to feel good sometimes. You're allowed to feel lousy other times, but you're allowed to feel good. That's a good sign that you feel good. You don't want to you don't want to alienate anybody. When someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, how you doing?" 
Do you really think they want to hear your whole diagnosis? They don't. I, I know that sounds cruel, but they don't. I know I don't. When you say to somebody, how you doing? That's a greeting. It's like, how are you, buddy? What's new? They don't want to know what's new. It's a greeting. It's a salutation. Some people, a couple of people that I know, that somebody says to them, what's new? And they go into this whole tirade about, oh, I'm going to need an operation in a couple of years. And the doctor says I may not make it through the operation. And that. First of all, you're sick. People know you're disabled. There's no reason to embellish it. What doctor tells you that you're going to need this operation, but you may not make it? If some doctor told me that, boy, I want a second opinion, maybe a third and a fourth. Doctors don't tell you, don't say that. That, that, You're not living in a movie. You're not living on TV. Doctors doctors are going to tell you, these are your odds. This is what it is. And they're going to tell you to make your decision. I had one guy at a party, and he's disabled. I still don't know how he's disabled, but he's disabled. And he's telling me that he's going to need this surgery on his back. But they're going to have to go into his throat, and they're going to have to do this and do that. I'm going, wow, that's, that sounds pretty serious. That's intense. And he's going on about this this operation can kill me. I don't, I'm listening to him going, do you think you're impressing me by telling me this operation can kill you? I don't know. I, why would you even say something like that? Then he goes on to say, the doctor told him that when, he's, when it's time for the operation, he's going to get a phone call an hour ahead of time. And at that point, he's supposed to make amends and tell people what he wants, you know, like say goodbye. And I said to him, are you, you're nuts. What doctor tells you that? They don't. Doctors don't tell you that. That's something that you see on ER or something on TV. You don't have to embellish. Like I said, you don't have to embellish your story. Your story's bad enough. You got hurt. You're not in work. You're not working anymore. That's terrible. That's a crisis. People people look at you and go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. But to embellish it, for what? What's the reason? What do you get out of embellishing a story like that? Do you want people to say, oh, my God, poor you? I don't want people to say, poor me. I want people to look at me and say, you know, he does pretty good for a guy with, with, with one leg. He does pretty good for a guy that can't feel his arm or his hands. I want them to say positive things. I don't want them to ever say, poor you. I have people come up and tell me that. They look at me and they say, I could never do what you're doing. Oh, my God, I feel so bad for you. Don't feel bad for me. You know what? I'm handling it. When people start giving me all this, oh, I feel bad for you. I don't know how you do it. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel kind of crummy. You know, I thought I thought I was holding my own. I thought I was doing pretty good. And I appreciate, I appreciate the sympathy and I appreciate the empathy. But you know what? I'd rather you say, man, Jimmy, you're looking good. You're, do, you're doing all right. You're doing good. You know, people are afraid. People are deathly afraid of admitting that they're feeling okay because they're afraid that disability is going to be taken away from them. Nothing's further from the truth. If you're truly disabled and you have doctor's appointments and you go to your doctor's appointments, what's the problem? Like I said, you're not a prisoner. They're not telling you you have to stay in bed. You know, someone said, if they tell you you're permanently disabled, you can't really do anything. What? Uh, That's... 
That's kind of like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm permanently disabled. You are. If, you, if you're listening to this, nine times out of ten, so are you. You're, you're permanently disabled. Do you hide from the outside world? Do you make them think that you're in, you're in bed 24 hours a day, seven days a week? That's not being disabled. That's being, that's being a hermit. Unless you're a quadriplegic. But even a quadriplegic, they get out in their wheelchairs. They go out. They're in the sun. I know too many people that are on disability and they're, they're panicking. Oh, my God. They panic and think that they're being watched at every moment. To me, what that says is, I'm not going to tell them, I'm not going to say that they're, they're faking it 100%, but I think they're faking a bit. If you're worried that someone's going to see you uh, walking or getting in your car or, or sitting out on your front porch, then there's something wrong. If You're paranoid. You're, you're, you're absolutely paranoid. If you're worried that somebody's going to come around the corner and take pictures of you. I have a, I have a friend of mine that is like that. And I have my doubts about him being as, as disabled as he claims, because he'll 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 walk around like he's doing the 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 Harlem Shuffle, I guess you, you'd call it. And you know he's he beeping and bopping and nice guy, very nice guy. But by the same token, he's telling me that he's almost crippled. He can't. His he's got pins and anchors and holding his leg together with glue and all this other yet the guy climbs ladders he climbed the ladder put a roof on his house he put a zip cord up in the backyard for for his son he rode the zip cord that is the guy that's supposed to have a bad back and bad legs and he's afraid he's never going to walk again he was out riding a bicycle but at the same token then he he's telling me i'm afraid you know I, I I always got I always have my cane. You know I'm disabled, and he's trying to convince himself by trying to convince me that he's disabled. I I remember now if you're on Social Security disability for any amount of time, you get this questionnaire in the mail every couple of years, and they're asking you for an update on your on your condition. You know, have you seen the doctors? Have you been in, Have you been in the hospital? Have you had any procedures or operations done? Stuff like that. So this guy gets it. You know, he gets this paper and he comes to me right away. He says, what do they think? I'm kidding. What did I said, calm down, Mike. They're only asking. I said, everybody. I said, I get it. Everybody gets that. All you got to do is fill it out honestly. Well, what are they? I think they think I'm not disabled anymore. And I need my disability check and da, da, da. So he's pigheaded, this guy. So he, he, he fills out the form. Then he writes on, he writes on the bottom of the form. He says, and if you don't believe me, I'll go to any doctor you want. And he sends it in. And he tells me he sent it in. He, ha- he shows me a photocopy of it. I said, what is wrong with you? Just fill out what they want, what they're asking for. They want to know if you're still going to the doctor. Did the doctor tell you you can go back to work? Or did they tell you to stay out of work? Has your condition worsened? They don't, they don't want to argue with you. And he turns around. He writes this on it. Well, lo and behold, about two months later, he gets a letter in the mail. That says he has to go down a social security doctor and go for an examination. Now this sends him over the top. Now he's he's worried that they're going to take his disability away. And what is he going to do? How is he going to support his family? And I said to him at one point, I said, well, if you're not, if you are disabled, what are you worried about? They're going to take an x-ray. They're going to do, you know, maybe an MRI. 
But if you're truly disabled, if you're as crippled as you tell me you are, what are you worried about? You know, if you're telling the truth, you have no reason to worry. If you're telling the truth, you don't have to have a good memory. You tell the truth, you're never going to have a problem. And I told him that, and, you know, he probably wanted to punch me in the mouth at that point. But it just bugs me. It bugs me. So he goes down, he gets his, he goes down, he gets his test, and he's got some pins and anchors, like I said, in his leg. And they pass him, and he, he goes about his business. And he comes back, and now his chest is all puffed out, and he's like, I told them. Yeah, okay, you told them. But you also had to worry for a month and a half because you you got stressed out because you 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 write something stupid on a form that they didn't ask for, and then you got to go down and you got to go for all these tests and yeah, but you told them you're a moron. Just do what they tell you to do. What are you afraid that if you go to the doctor, they're going to say, you know what, Mikey, you're not disabled anymore. Oh my God, that's terrible. You know what that means? That means you can go out and get a job. Social Security Disability isn't, isn't a heartless uh, institution. They're not like the IRS or anything. If you're going back to work, they work with you. They make that transition back to work very, very easy. You, you're, still, you're still receiving a, a monthly check for a, couple, you know, for a few months. You still have your Medicare for a few months. And you, you ease back into it. God forbid you become disabled when you go back to work. Maybe you went back to work too soon. Maybe the doctor was wrong. Well, they're still there to help you. The, the Social Security disability is not there to hurt you unless you're robbing them. It's actually a very compassionate department in the government. It really is. When you think about it, how many people are on disability? Millions in this country are on disability. But what happens is some people take that compassion for a weakness. You see it happen. It happens to all of us. If you're nice to somebody, somebody eventually is going to take advantage of your niceness. And that's what happens with Social Security Disability. Now, they become hard asses when it, when it comes down to you're cheating them and they have some information that you might be cheating them. Then, yeah, they're going to be out there. They're going to be out there. They're going to be watching you. <laughs> you're going to pay the price. There's a thing that you sign that everything is true. You know, the, otherwise you're committing fraud, perjury. If you're telling the truth, you have nothing to worry about. And like I said, they're not making you a prisoner. I know too many people that, from the website, they tell me they don't go out, they haven't been out in so long. Go out. Go out. You're not a prisoner. You're not chained to the house. If you have to go out in a wheelchair, go out in a wheelchair. If you walk with crutches, use crutches. If you can walk without crutches, just do it. Go out and do it. That You're allowed to feel good. You don't have to be... To be disabled, you don't have to be miserable. You don't have to make other people around you miserable either. But I, I, I don't mean to rant and rave about this, but I feel bad for some people. Especially, the, there's, a, there's a lady on the website that writes me. She sends me emails all the time. And she's deathly afraid. She's deathly afraid because her condition's getting worse. She knows in her head, she knows in her heart that she can't go back to the same work she was doing. She was working for one of these big box stores and she was loading loading shelves and pulling pallets and all this stuff and she got hurt and she knows she can't go back to it and it, it did pay decent money for her now she's afraid that she'll lose her disability well why would you be afraid why would you you have x-rays you went to the doctor you didn't need a lawyer when you went to social security it wasn't like you got knocked down 
You didn't have to appeal it. They gave you Social Security right off the bat. To think that, unless you, unless, again, in the back of your head, you know you're faking. She's not faking. She's not, you can tell sometimes when you talk to people, you get a good feeling for them. I can tell. I, I shouldn't say I can tell. I feel deep in my heart that she's not faking it. And you can tell that there's that desperation in her voice. And she tells me how, how like, she depends on family to go food shopping for her. She was, like I said, she, she did some damage to her back. I asked her, I said, do you walk around the house? Or are you in a bed? Are you in traction? Whatever. And she says, no. She says, I can walk around the house. I said, then get out. She says, what if somebody sees me? What do you mean, what if somebody sees you? Somebody sees you, they think you look good. That's a compliment. Take it. Like I keep on saying, you know you're disabled. Your doctors know you're disabled. The Department of Social Security knows you're disabled. What do you care what other people think? Unless, of course, you're lying. And if you're lying, they might report you. But if you're not lying, you have nothing to hide. All right, that's my rant. That's my rant for this week. Um, I do want to say this. If you're interested, we're, we're working on getting the studio set up so that we can have guests on the podcast. And if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, drop me an email at jimmyapple at famousapple.com. You don't have to come in. We can do it by phone. We can do it over Skype. You know, it's nice to get to know the people that you, you're talking to. So if you if you think you'd like to come on, maybe you have some information you'd like to share with others. Who knows? Maybe we'll do a, a whole podcast together. We can be sidekicks. <laughs> I'll make you famous. Sure. But yeah, if you if you do, if you if you'd like to, you know, think about it. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, shoot me an email. Jimmy Apple at famousapple.com. If you can do me a favor, please subscribe. You can see the, the RSS feed there. Just click on it. Give us a good uh, recommendation in the comments section. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind as I'm talking. Yeah, give us a drop a line and tell us if you like it or not. You know, don't be afraid to tell me you don't like it. Other people will. Yeah, if you like it, let us know. Let other people know about this and... Hopefully we can build this up. Well, I'd like you to have a good week. I hope you feel better. And I'll talk to you next week. Feel good, my friends. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.